episode of Exanil's podcast. What, what episode is it? What number? Number eight. Or number eight. eight. Wow. Yeah, okay. No. We're doing in work. We're doing in work. Trust me. Yeah, guys. Now. And then, why are these two podcasting um, at the moment? But we are doing it remotely, like everything else that's happening <laughs> in the world today. Oh, awesome, it? Yeah. And uh, this is this is your forte, uh, uh, Jay. I think like now you're thriving because everything is virtual, everything is computer orientated. So, but do you know what the thing about it is? I don't like all this stuff. I know how to do it, but I prefer. I'm a very much. I'm quite face to face. Like if I have to do anything, I have to book a holiday. If I need to organize anything, I prefer to phone or go and visit face to face. And everyone's always telling yeah. me how old fashioned I am, but I prefer that. Being able to say, okay, yes, you've done it. Yes, I've got that concrete. Do you know what I mean? Looking someone yeah. else, right? even though, because even though people are like, okay, look at what's look at what's happened in terms of self isolation and what we're now having to do in terms of being educators. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's a whole new world, and I mean, I think people have been talking about it for a long time, and it's like the platforms have always been there, but I don't think that we've really taken that seriously or taken advantage of it over the years and so now it's just people are thinking about you know just really thinking outside of the box like how can I deliver what I need to deliver but in a very different way and even though we've it's interesting that we've always had the tools you know but we've never really played around with it so I suppose it lends itself to that However, I think for a bit, let the children be children. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Give them a minute with their families. Give them, give a, them minute a minute with their... The only unfortunate thing is that they can't really be out ramping and all playing together. Like, yeah. back in my day, back in my day, ho, 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 like I'm rocking in my old rocking chair. But when I was younger, as we know, we're 80s babies. Um, you know, we, there was a lady, I'll never forget. She was a Bernard, actually. I won't go on to say the whole situation, but a lady, let's just call her Mrs. Bernard, and she lived at the bottom of the hill by the Yellow Park. Now, everyone that's from B19 will know when I say Yellow Park what that time was. We used to have a ball playing on the hedgehog, playing on the yellow slides, doing, um, oh my gosh, bar to bar on the swings and everything. And every mm-hmm. summer, she would say in the summertime, come on, let's play a big bang, bang. Ooh big game of rounders and there was a patch of grass oh, top of the park. And, she used, and I remember she used to absolutely organize the youth to come together and play like one big game and we used to have an absolute ball now it's a shame that obviously we've got this situation going on whereby the children can't actually come out and really play and really be kids without these yeah. floors and without all the health and safety regulations and all yeah. this and that. that's the only thing and isn't it isn't that I'm not gonna say isn't it a uh, female dog <laughs> let's not to swear but all of a sudden the weather just turned nice exactly i was saying that to somebody earlier imagine all this time like two weeks ago it was so gray so dreary raining every single day uh, but the minute now everybody has to be at home isolation the sun is bright as it ever has been for the year and like the weather is warming up the days get the days are getting longer why it's just like i don't know what it is but it just feels like 
God is <laughs> trying to tell people something. Do you know what I mean? I think that- the irony of it is just too much. It's, it seems like too much of a coincidence. But- I definitely yeah. agree with you. I've, on Instagram and on the socials, a lot of people, you know, these... Um, what they called influencers and motivational speakers and just people that are out there to kind of help people and motivate people with mental health or different mm-hmm. facets of business or whatever entrepreneurs and so on and so forth a lot of people are now saying you know it should be a time of reflection and I think I'm actually in agreement with that I, think I agree with it I agree I think that's take, and take yeah. time to do things for you and your family of and course, self, yeah. and everything you know just like we've been saying all the time on a lot and it is a, it is a lot to it is a lot to process like yeah something like this has never really happened to most people yeah so you know I think you're right when it's when we say you know it's time it's some downtime it's time to reflect time when when last do you ever have you ever really had all of this time to just concentrate on whatever it is you want to concentrate on you know, so- when it comes to you know whether it's you individually or your family or you know your children you know how often do we get that opportunity so I, I really think that we just need to slow down <laughs> like listen and you know what the thing is about like what we were saying because um I have as people will know by now, we are all like a big group of teachers. There's quite like a wide network of us. Yeah. And I was speaking to some, and I even um, put it on my my personal professional LinkedIn, and I was saying that we're expected to do quite a lot now. Like, you know, we're at home. I'm not saying don't work. At the end of the day, as teachers, we're okay. still getting paid. We're still going to get a salary. So I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I'm at home and I'm just not going to do nothing work related. I yeah, and let, me just, let me just say, Jay, before you, you finish your point, there are some people who feel like, ha, 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 these teachers are having a laugh. Oh, yes. No, we still have to do every, like even more of the things that we would normally do. It's more. So, so I just wanted to say that. I agree, but you know what was giving me jokes? Slight tangent. And if you check our um our Instagram page, you will see that we've been posting as a, on our Instagram page as a post <laughs> whereby there's a guy and he's like, I'm sorry, I apologize to all the teachers. There's a few of them going around. Yes. People are like breaking down, making jokes, or realizing that you know what? To teach all these children is not an easy job. When no. people, oh, you get six weeks off and you just do this and you finish at three thirty and this, that, and the other. When you're at home with your child and the and and your imaginary bell goes to the end of the lesson, what do you do? Just kick your kid down and walk about your business? No, exactly. We are with those kids till they come into school, till they leave, and we still have to think about them all the time, all the time. planning them, assessing mm-hmm. them. They, you know, their pastoral yes. care. Judy yes. Love had one funny one, and she was like, "You guys are doctors. You guys are um, social workers. Yeah. You guys are GPs. Like, we actually have to do so much active things to take care of the child as a holistic being. We're not just teaching them to read and write and spell and do maths. And in my case, you know, work with computers or you know, be literacy experts or scientific experts or whatever." All of how are they going to do all of that if their mind's not right, if their emotional state's not right? We have to try and make sure they're okay. You know, Maslow's laws, we have to do the basics before we can get to start teaching. Mm-hmm. So I think that parents, I, I'm a parent myself, so I'm not going to um, be like, oh, da 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 da. 
but I think that it's it's a bit of a real reality check. Those parents that have been going to school year on year out, well, it's you and you're not teaching my child properly, and then yeah, and yeah. you're picking on them. I'm sure you're picking on them now, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you're picking on so them. If, it, if anything, I think this will bring people closer to the realization that there are a lot of people out there, a lot of workers um, that have been ignored over time. Yeah. But and and taken for granted and abused and whatever, whatever. But now you really see the value of you know these key key workers. So whether it is um, obviously you know your your, your NHS workers etc. But also us as teachers as well. So that's just something you know that I guess is positive in a way that people begin to realize that. But it's a bit too late now. But you know, somebody wrote something. I seen it on um hair flick. Shout out to hair flicks, a Birmingham hairdresser, and she'll be back in business, guys, whenever everything's all calmed down. But I seen something on her Instagram, and it said, in in a week, everybody's forgot about all the celebrities, the netball, no, the not, not netball, basketball stars and football stars, and it's all yeah. going to the nurses, the doctors, and the delivery. Yeah. And you know what? I said in my heart, amen, because as a society and as a world, we love big up people, but they don't really have nothing to big up for. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not taking away anyone's school from being a footballer or being a basketball player or whatever celebrity that you may have, but you are not to be worshipped. You're not really putting nothing back to society. And mm-hmm. a lot of them, I'm just going to say, and if people want to come for me, they'll come for me. Some of you ain't even good role models anyway. And they might say, oh, I was like, be here to be a role model. Unfortunately, as soon as you're in the public eye, as soon as you're out there, you almost become that role model, especially when young people are looking up to you or thinking, oh, I want to be like that or they're good or do you know what I'm trying to say? And I think to myself now, I agree with you 100%. The people that are actually keeping the cogs of society running, the doctors, the nurses, the bus drivers. Today I look out my window and see rubbish and cleaning now. When you, I think I heard it on another podcast, Two Girls on a Mic, and they were saying that, you know, in New York, they're showing how they're actually literally deep cleaning the undergrounds and all this and that. Oh. I'm thinking to myself, when England's going to catch up? They're not doing if that. If the place has got a virus and it needs cleaning, where are the street cleaners? Where are the, you know, where are we spraying down the place and things like that? Like, I feel like yeah. I'm going off on a bit of a tangent, but everyone else is stepping up to the plate, as I said. Bus drivers, you know, the supermarkets are doing their doing their best to make sure everyone's got what they need. The nurses, the doctors. But then the politicians are just sitting up in their house, coming on the telly every five minutes, telling us uh, to watch our hands. <laughs> even even that yeah even that i'm not being funny even you know like a co- last week my guy Boris johnson was coming out of room with three people and having a room full of people and you could see the room was small you weren't practicing social distancing mm-hmm. you know what i'm trying to say now yeah. how was, um prince, what's his name prince harry prince albert prince Ooh, the the queen's white why, why name charles. the prince what's his name albert Prince Charles. <laughs> is it Prince Charles or the Queen's husband? I thought it was the Queen's husband. Is it the Queen's husband? Yeah, I'm it. sure it's like the Queen's husband supposed to have it. Now, what social distancing would you practice it? You live in a big palace. Is one that the Queen's son? The one that only went it, to the South Wing. What until? Isn't it the Queen's son? Let me see. I'm sure it was Albert. Let me check. Mm. 
It's the Queen's husband. I'm just getting a whisper from the background. <laughs> it's the Queen's husband. But I think while you're looking for that, Tindai, I would definitely agree with the fact that the Bible talks about if if um if us as a human in as a human race will turn away from our wicked ways when the pestilence and the plagues comes and all that and pray and turn back to God, he will he will remove it. And I wonder yeah. if people are, you know, actually looking to God at this time or looking to whoever they feel like is their creator. I'd be interested to know that because I'm seeing a lot of people and I'm not obviously, you know me, the Bible's for everyone. And I'm not going to say, oh, don't look at it. If you want to look at it, look at it, read, amen, learn more, see what's actually, what actually, what it actually says. But I'm seeing a lot of people that, you know, are going to God and are spreading scriptures and are spreading a lot of positivity. So I guess that's that. probably, and that's another positive yeah, thing. The too. goodness, the goodness and the kindness. Of it is Prince Charles, by the way. Prince Charles as well. Yeah. Oh, I, I stand corrected, people. I apologise. Um, her son. Yeah, that's just happened to me. I think there's a lot of positive. Prince Albert of Monaco, Prince Albert of Monaco, had tested positive as well. Okay. So that's probably where you got that. From. And this is another thing, like I said, though. How when that's giving us these numbers. I don't know anyone in my sphere of influence or sphere of communication from my teacher, from my, you know, from my school to my social groups, to my family that's actually been tested. So how come randomly, oh, I've been tested, I've got it. Where are these tests happening? What is that? Exactly. What that's is this a secret thing test? Well. I don't understand how it's actually working. And then if you're not doing tests all over the country, how are the statistics correct? you see i don't that's yeah. one, i'm a bit boggled that's like, one you know, of the things that people are querying or questioning and i've seen it firsthand um because there are a few people that i know who have displayed symptoms and they've called in and they haven't um they've just been told oh well you know um if your symptoms get worse then call us back or whatever but they haven't actually been tested. So there's no real way of determining who has it and who doesn't have it. And then if you actually had it and say your symptoms were mild, because my impression is that it manifests in, in different ways. So some people um, get very severe um, symptoms. Other people hardly even know that they have it. And if you're one of those that clearly your symptoms are not going to get worse. So even though you call in, your symptoms are not going to get worse. You isolate. But even in so doing that, you you still, you don't know who you've you've exposed yourself to. Yeah, for the last 10 days. And that cycle just continues. And that's why you, we've seen it um we've seen it grow exponentially over the over the short period of time because of the nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I should talk about my personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you. I, I was I was I wasn't well um what was it last week, week before. So I called in because I had the symptoms, I had a little fever, I had um a headache and a cough. So I called and that's what I was told that you know, if your symptoms get worse, 
um, you know, then call us back or whatever. But they didn't really get worse. But what I found um, unusual was the sense of smell thing. And I'm really recognizing now that people, more and more people are talking about the fact that um, when you lose your sense of smell, yeah. then that is, um, that's become, that's one of the, the symptoms they, they say. And I found it strange that I lost my sense of smell for like a whole week. Couldn't smell anything at all. Really? Yeah. And my nose wasn't, it wasn't like if your nose is stuffy or, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm fine now, by the way. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> if anybody's wondering. What are we going to yeah. do that one half of the podcast? That couldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, laugh, we're laughing, but it is, you know, I know of one person um, who's lost somebody from it. You're not yet. No. You know the person. You know the person too, but we'll talk talk about that. Oh, don't even do that to me. But you know the thing about it is like, listeners, this is Jay. Like, sometimes I will laugh and people will be like, it's inappropriate laughter. But for me, it's how I deal with certain things. Like, if anyone's offended, yeah. yeah, like if anyone's offended the fact that I've laughed and then Tinder has just said what it's saying, what it's saying, my laugh is never intentional to be like, oh, somebody's the butt of the joke. It's how yeah. I deal with trauma. Like for yeah. me, that stops me from going, you know, mentally ill. That's how I deal with things. Everyone deals yeah. differently. And that's a nice segue actually because some people are really concerned about okay let's look at the children first of all because we started talking about you know the schooling and how it's affecting parents and children i'm here well from experience at my place of uh, my educational institution now some of the children with anxiety they're going off the rails right now they cannot cope really it's too much change not enough routine you know we've gone from like at my school they are doing I think it's 12 children to so then sometimes literally two members of staff are in. It started off as 70 because for those of you that don't know, any child that has a parent or parents that yeah. are carers or a key worker or even if they're in care themselves, they need to come to school. If they've got yeah. a, um, any kind of educational learning plan or anything like that, they need to be in school. So for my educational institution, they started off as 70. So there were seven members of staff and it's a ratio of 10 to 1. Yes. So some of those children, for the fact that, okay, they used to, they, they've built up their coping mechanism, imagine, to deal with, you know, a thousand people around them and having to walk through these corridors and, and all of a sudden it's like them and some other person, the old person has to sit two chairs away. Yeah. And the teacher's teaching them from the front and not moving it's them. It's a lot to deal with. It's a, it's lot, a lot for them to deal with. Do you get what I mean? And again, as I said before, a lot of them would not have experienced anything like that like we live and and let's be honest here like england is absolutely a place of privilege mm. um you know uh, of course there's disadvantage and whatnot and so on but there is a privilege in the sense that we don't really i mean this era and this age that we're living in there are any se- real serious disasters that um this country has, has faced let's say in the last 20 years do you know what I mean? Like, so, or, or less than that, because I think if we're talking about, you know, secondary school students and we're thinking 16 years, like, what has actually happened within that time? What world, like, severe world crisis it's true, it's has true. had a, uh, an, um, a direct impact on their well-being? 
yeah. that hasn't really happened. So this is the first time that they've, they're seeing it, they're experiencing it firsthand. And we really, as adults and, and teachers and people who, you know, social workers and stuff like that, we really have to bear that in mind and bear their, their mental health in mind. I've had to sit down. Imagine exactly the scenario that you just painted. Yeah. That is so unusual for some for some kids. Yeah, like, imagine, you know, kids are kids. They're gonna be like, "Oh, I'm so glad school is cancelled." Whatever, whatever. Deep down inside, some them, for some of for some people, I mean, come on, who doesn't like routine? Like I've even had to say to myself, yeah. "Don't sleep all day." Like, I haven't been doing that anyway, but, you know, still keep my routine. So I've still been getting up at, like, normally the only thing, I'm not getting up as early, but my alarm still goes off. Yeah. By, like, latest half seven. Now, normally I'd leave out, I'd be out the house by half seven before half, like, quarter past seven, I normally leave out. Do you get what I mean? So I'm saying to myself, make sure you get up, do the things you need to do. Like, today, I actually worked over the time, like, I was still working come, you know, um, 25 to five. If I was at school, I'd be like, okay, I need to be going at half past. So you have to then start to schedule out your time so you are actually working to how you'd be working. And working normally. Educators I, now. Like, teaching never stops. You always got something to do. Like I could find something to do now. Right now, trust me, there's always something <laughs> to do. Right now, I'm, I'm, <laughs> my laptop is open and I'm like, should I really just, should I just, should I just open? but yeah I like the fact that you brought up routines because that is something that I wanted to to discuss not necessarily routines but like how people are coping um in this time so what are the things that people are scheduling in did you you think that working from home was going to be a challenge are you finding it easy um, are you enjoying working from home? Because, it, you know, when you think work, ooh, working from home, it sounds almost like a luxury. It sounds, you know, like you can get I did, see, I did see, like, I was sitting here thinking, like, I spoke to my mom, like, girls of you that know me know that I speak to my mom on most days, sometimes multiple times a day, as most of us do. And my mom was like, well, you know, you can take this time to do things that you've always wanted to do. And though I'm, you know, I'm a computer science specialist. So I'm thinking, okay, I want to get more into my programming. I want to do the NEA that the children are expected to do. I want to do some good coding programs and stuff like that. But then when I log on this, when I log on to my work computer, I have to check my emails because I'm expected to check my emails. And then you, I've, in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, this and this. And you yeah. know what? I'm honest it's just like being at school if it's not somewhat obviously people that can't physically come through the door and be like oh you know miss d this that and the other da, 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 da. but the emails keep coming through oh can you just look at this oh can you do this can you yeah and, and because people know that i'm tech i'm technical I'm technically minded i'm being asked okay can you look at google hangouts can you look at google um classrooms can you look at how it's set it up and you know meeting day i talked about setting up like you know systems where the kids could do things virtually and having online platforms long ages time, ago right they told me, they told this me is what i was saying like these things have been here for time this is under, and could have been, the kids could have the kids could have been used to it so really if you think about it we've done ourselves and the children an injustice because yeah. why wasn't certain things set up already and then they always want to be like oh if someone doesn't have at my school they're always like 
oh, can you send some work home for this particular child? Why can't they just have a login on platform where they just go on and do stuff? Why does it have to be all this paper? We're saying we want to save the rainforest. I'm not checking yeah. me print, print, print. Yeah. The only thing I disagree with is that we cannot assume that everybody has broadband. I think that's I a, like 100%. Broadband is expensive. You know, like when people talk about necessary, necessary bills, newsflash mm-hmm. people, broadband is not one of them. You need to pay. Right. You're gonna be, are we gonna get some? Are people gonna be compensated for? <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. The electric, electric bills and all of that that so we've been using at if, home. If if everything goes left, yeah, broadband is not the top of my list. I'm looking to pay. You know, looking looking to pay for the roof over my head. I'm looking to make sure I've got electric in my box. I'm looking sure I'm making sure I've got food on my table for me and my youth. Broadband is not the bill that I think. Oh yeah, let me pay my let me pay my broadband. So mm-hmm. I think that it's a bit misconstrued to feel like oh everybody has internet and, exactly. internet, and not everybody does have internet. Not every, look, you know, and you know, the list of children that we had to cater for. So we, initially they said, okay, put things, make a, you know, do your online platforms. We we have a share, we use SharePoint at our school. So we, they said they're gonna put folders for every year group for every subject, put stuff for them to do in every folder. Yeah. Okay. So I did that, and I did that, and I dele- delegated, dele- delegated, can't get my words out, delegated it out yeah. to people in my department to do. After that, now. Then they says, oh, there's a list. And the list was growing, you know. I feel like some of these children, God bless them, were embarrassed to say they didn't have internet because they sent out a thing to say, if you haven't got internet, you need to go onto this list. Mm-hmm. Why did they start off with 12 people and go up to about 25 within mm-hmm. a few days? So then yeah. the blind magic came thing with us There's well. one more child, there's one more child. So I'm thinking, I think it's like it's almost an embarrassment. If I don't got enough internet, I'm going to tell people I don't got enough internet. Simple as that, but I think for cho- young people, for children, it's, it's so like you can't tell no one yet got no internet. And when did that become such a taboo? Like that's quite concerning if kids are embarrassed to say that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I never really thought about it till now. But I remember when I was struggling coming out of uni and even the first time going to uni and doing my PGC, times was hard. I didn't have money to pay for everything. So um, for me, broadband wasn't the thing. I was going to the library. I was going to the library Tuesday to do my work. I'd stop in the library. To, I used to take my daughter, put her in the children's area. I'd sit there. She'd play with the books, read the book, everything. Not play, but read books and look at different things. I'd sit there with my laptop till the library closed at nine o'clock and come home. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to do to get through the course. Now, not many people know that, and I don't feel no way because what people need to realize. Side note, tangent. When you see the finished product, often you don't know how people got there exactly yeah so not having internet or not having these these frivolous not frivolous things but you know these extras these bulk it's a luxury i mean today was like it's expensive as you pointed out listen Um, to me you see one of the things i'm doing shutdown time tinday i'm looking for to change my supplier because i'm with virgin and they don't i feel like they're just rubbing me every minute the price is going up 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 the speed yeah amen I'm changing it. So anyway, yeah, guys. <laughs> Having a bit of a rant. Sorry, that was that was not an act. That was just something in my throat, guys. If you want. It's fine. I'm gonna say God bless you because nowadays when you sneeze, people are just looking at you. No one don't want to say. Bye, bye. Oh <laughs> my God. But yeah, on a on another note, well, not really another note, but like apart from. So going back to the whole idea of working from home, I think that um, 
as I think you, we, you hinted at it earlier, that it's important to have boundaries and balance yes. Yes. because the, the opposite or the tendency could be that because you're working at home, your the lines become a little blurred yeah. and then you find yourself working longer than you would normally or harder than you would. So like the other day I was just, I from eight o'clock, I was just sat there on my computer and like marking books and doing all sorts of different things. And then before I knew it, I hadn't gotten up at all. Whereas normally you would like, you go on your break or, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think it's important to, as you said, I, I, if I was at work, sometimes you know I can be like Tinder. I will sit there and not move. So being at home for me, I have to have noticed that I do get up and do little things in between. Not okay. Do you get what I mean? So for me, I'm actually finding that I'm scheduling my time. The, the you still get those emails randomly asking you to do this, asking you to do that, and I am the type of person that likes to get things done. So instead yeah. of instead of saying oh let me do that email if it's something that I could just do it's going to take me 10-15 minutes I'll do it and then go back to my task because my task is long like you know marking I'm, I've got like let me see a good 15-16 maybe even 26 things to go through here of the people's work that I need to do yeah so it's quicker for me to just reply so to that email yeah. task done yeah, I'm having water I'm interacting with my family Whereas obviously when you're at work, you don't get to do things. I actually think it's okay. It's not as bad. You just have to. I don't think it's bad at all. I think I think there are definitely you know the the normal advantages of just one being in the comfort of you know your own space, yeah. being able to interact with your family, making sure that you eat properly, eat what you want when you want, kind of thing. But again, I I would just say make sure that you've got um a balance and that you stick to a routine so that you're waking up um kind of close to well however you want to do it and what works for you but at least you establish um something that works well for you and that you don't end up just passing the time doing one thing um which which would become unhealthy yeah so so yeah but one thing I've done something a little bit naughty, and I oh. hope this person doesn't get to <laughs> What? What have you been doing? Okay, so, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but you lot are going to have to pick what I'm saying out of my mouth. Those of you that are Caribbean African heritage will know what I'm talking about. So, I had to set up a group, and I missed the person at the group because I knew that they're just going to cause problems. <laughs> <laughs> what i will do i will feedback it's a whatsapp group a family no group. it's um i can't say it because i don't want to get myself into trouble but yeah i had to set up a, it's not personal so it's personal, it must be yeah <laughs> so i had to set up the group and i says you know what this person like i feel like we've clashed a little bit in terms of the new scenario obviously you guys can hint i'm talking about work but yeah. when we're there person to person this person asks unnecessary questions nitpicks at what everybody says you know sometimes when you get non-productive people yeah so i've just took this opportunity to be like okay the role that you play within the department isn't that you do things that i ask you to do and whatever but do make things difficult oh what my god i hope they don't find you you know <laughs> <laughs> well it's out there now yeah. Ooh, this part- what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna them 
and email back and forth and such and such. But I don't feel like the group thing where you're just going to be like, nah, 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 and, you know, adding these little extra add-ons, that just not necessary. Anybody got time for that? I'm in the comfort of my own home, so, you know, allow me. But, yes, yeah, yeah. so I thought I'd just confess that out there. But no. <laughs> no, Well, but, if that's what you need to do to, again, keep your boundaries... This obviously set my boundary, isn't it? That's what yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, you do what you need to do. I ain't gonna judge you. The productive people that are gonna, the productive people that are gonna actually move the department forward, get things done, etc. That's what I need. I don't need someone. And sometimes in these positions, it's the same people asking you to do something that's then nitpicking how you're doing it instead of adding, you know, being supportive. You know, when oh, people yeah. have progress in this time at this current time in this season, I don't got no time for no enemy of progress. There's a lot to do. And yeah, you, know, you just need to prioritize. Yeah, and, and things that it's so flexible. Like a mutual friend of ours today, and it's like the government guidelines are changing for different things from curriculum to pastoral care to you know if you're a designated safeguarding leader and all these things. Like it's uncharted territory for everybody. So for me, in this uncharted territory, I'd rather not have you ying and ying and ying in my ears. <laughs> that's how. That's just how it is. Fair enough. You know, I, don't, I don't think that's bad. That's all right. Wow, well, I just thought. I just thought about it. I was like, oh, is that a bad thing? But I don't oh, yeah. care. <laughs> I've done it now. It's done now. It's done. Well, the kind of platform it is, if it's necessary, I can always add them. If they person says to me, oh, you know, have you set up this yet? Can you add me in? I'll probably just do another one and just add them in that one separately. <laughs> Boy. I'm shaking my head. The things you can get away with when you're a tad technical. <laughs> well, who knows how long this is going to be. But well, you know what uh, I think, though? Uh, just... A few of my family members have said that, um, you know, in terms of the whole scheme of things, do you feel like things are ever going to be the same again? What do you think? Or do you think we're going to ever go back to the normal? I don't know. I think it just depends on how, much, how long it is or how long this this period will be mm. I think that we're living it in a time where people have a very short memory yeah so um if in the next let's say by June July we come out of this on the other side and we're cool everybody's gonna go back to normal so by next year they'll be like oh yeah that corona thing Oh yeah, but we have the lockdown. And start not wash them hands and go on nasty. Well, going back to them same <laughs> nasty way. <laughs> um, because yeah, I think that's just sometimes the nature of. Well, I think that humans. from what I understand, I feel like because remember what the prime minister said was that you know if people don't do what they need to do, the police are going to have certain powers. Now, if the police yeah. have got certain powers, how are these powers brought in place? They must be then, by default, running certain legislation and laws through behind the scenes, no? Yes. So if they're running certain legislations, are we actually paying attention to see what legislations they're putting in place? Because they could mm-hmm. say, I signed a petition to take today to talk about, um, I think I put it in the group, our group, to say, um, you know, they're going to start to try to make vaccines mandatory now you know how i feel about that somebody said i heard that the disease isn't gonna be the issue that corona will come it will go whatever what what will be an issue for people will be the vaccine and that people should stay away from that but 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm not taking it. I've already decided. So. If you're listening, government, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Okay. I said what I said. That's that. Well, um, yeah, I feel like things aren't as bad. And if, if I was to give a message to anybody, I would say that do not be afraid. There's no point being fear. Fear just brings you stress. Stress mashes up your endorphins. Then you're just going to get miserable and you're going to get sick anyway. That's what I mean. So I think that stay positive, stay prayed up. You stay know, connected. Yeah, stay connected. So do a little Skype with people, WhatsApp call, video call, do all those this things. This is brought to you by Skype. Say that again. I said this this podcast is brought to you by Skype. <laughs> Ain't it just yeah, guys? So yeah, I don't know if we said it at the beginning. I don't know if it's edited out, but that's one of the things we was gonna say that um we are not we are still social distancing. Tinda is happily snuggled in her home and I'm happily snuggled in my home. Exactly. And we've come together. We wanted to still be consistent. Those of you that have joined us on the journey from the beginning will know that we started this. Oh, when did we start this? September? August? Summertime? Yeah, September. Yeah, so we are getting to you guys. If we make it to our year, it's going to be a year. So we're looking forward to our season two. We're trying to have guests on. And now that, um, you know, Jay's got a technical side on. I understand how to do the Skyping thing, how to record it and all that. And those of you that listen that know all of this, well, yeah, I just knew today. I didn't need to know before, but I need to know now. I need to know now. So that means even if we can't get to people, we can do three-way Skypes and have interviews and stuff like that. So I'm really happy that this is brought about this where I'm learning. It's so stuff. cool. Can you? I can't have wait. Have you learned anything new, Tinder? Since you've been off, done anything that you haven't done before or tried, read, read a new book? Because I know you love your books. Wrote oh, do you mean, oh, you mean during the season? I thought yeah, you meant during, like, the podcast. Like, if I've learned what to do as a podcaster. Um, no, that can be. Have you, have you learned about podcasting? Well, by the way, um, Open University, as you mentioned that, yeah. has some free courses that people can tap into. If you want to learn a new skill or something during this season, um, go to Open University and see what's on there. Also, Audible. Audible also um, has some books available for children. So they've made, they've cancelled their subscriptions. So people can um, go on there and just find any book and read that, particularly if you've got young kids or just kids in general, or for yourself. Um go on to Audible and you can pretty much get any kind of kids book that you want to read for free during this time. Um, freebies, freebies. And actually... reading, I am reading, um, it's a book called The Water Dancer by Tanahisi Coates. I haven't finished it yet, I'm like halfway through but when I do finish it, I will give you my feedback on it. And if you are, you know, you're looking for a book to read, I would recommend um, that one <laughs> so that we can discuss it or you can leave comments and I can, you know, feedback okay. on that. Yeah. All right, guys. So stay happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see us dancing in here? I want to sing it, but, but I, I, yeah, but I think it, um... that for me, um, 
Yeah, I think we just need to stay happy. Don't worry. Stay prayed up. Like, we can't pray and worry at the same time. God's going to be looking at us sideways like, ah. So we need to just stay happy, prayed up, stay connected, as we said before. There's lots of um funny little things if you've got, if you know, if you're into laughter. There's loads of different things on Instagram. TikTok, but, yeah. I was going to TikTok now. It's just ridiculous. I, I refuse to download it, but I'm not going to lie. Si, si, I said to my daughter, can we do some? Can we do some? Oh, I, I wish I had, like, a daughter and a body. I mean, my husband is just, like, looking at me like, no, we're <laughs> not doing it. And I'm just like, I want somebody to do it with. So I would have like a teenager in the house or somebody who would be like cool to hang out with and do stuff. Yeah, she would be. Imagine her. I gotta do it with myself. You know, I've seen a few people doing them alone. You can still. I have. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen a few. But yeah, I want to do the um um stallion one. I want to do the um. The stallion one. Which one is that one? The one with the hair. Megan Stallion, the something challenge. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, that one, that one, yeah. yeah. No, people are probably looking to be like, why is this lady old and dark? I definitely want to do that one. Um, I want to do that one. And there's another one. I want to do do the coronavirus. 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 That one was hilarious. Like a lot of moves, and we're gonna need Miss P to help us out on that one. But you know, I want to do one one. Alright, guys. So I think we're coming to a natural close. So we're gonna yeah. say what we always say. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good, good night. Evening, good night. Like, subscribe, and follow. Um. Um. <laughs> iTunes. Spotify. Buzzsprout. No. Check us out. It's iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout. Ready? Check, Check us out. Alright, we're gonna end the recording. Have a good one. Stay safe, guys. Wash your hands. Wash your hands 20 seconds at a time. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Bye.